listening to the Rainmaking Podcast. Hosted by high-stakes headhunter, author, and professional speaker, Scott Love. This is the Rainmaking Podcast, and my name is Scott Love. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me on the show. So we are over 80 episodes. I started this right after the crisis as a way to give people some ideas on how they can cope and how to rebuild. And lo and behold, this has really evolved into a legitimate and a credentialed podcast. We're a top 3% podcast. Think of it like a business course on business development. Now, most of the shows I brought you have been interviews with experts, authors, speakers, consultants, people that are doing work that we want to learn about. We want to hear from their stories. I wanted to do something a little bit different today, and I wanted to share with you a formula of goal setting for this year. Now, at the time of this show, it's mid-January. It's not too late to write your goals for the year if you haven't done it so far. And statistically, maybe you haven't done it. Maybe there's some people listening that haven't done it just yet. Well, hey, let's change that. Let's give you a model that will help you. It will help you in terms of business. It will help you in your personal life to become a more contented person with more fulfillment and more joy in your life. And I think that's really what most people want. Is it the money? Well, not really. It's contentment. And I think wealth, money is just one part of wealth, but we want to grow in our wealth. We want to grow in our abundance. So I want to share this with you. And this is something I've done recently for some virtual sales conferences for various types of groups recently. I love doing that. I've been busy with that a little bit. Not a lot. I mean, that's not my primary thing. I like to speak every once in a while to scratch the itch. I've been booked for a few conferences. I've probably been booked for about five or six conferences, live conferences this year. And hopefully they're still going to go and there's no change that I've seen. They're still going to be live and some of them are adding a virtual element to it. But let me share this concept with you. And it's a concept that will help you both in finding balance and also in setting your goals for the year. Now, here's some background. My father was an organizational development consultant. After he spent 20 years in the Marine Corps, he got a master's in human resource management, focusing on the training and development side. And that's what he did his whole life. He did training, development, organizational development, and really was instrumental in starting a trade association related to uh, project management. And this is interesting. When you're a kid, what does your dad do? You know, most kids can't really tell you. But as I grew into adulthood, after I finished my sea duty tour, on my shore duty tour, I was actually an internal organizational development consultant at the world's largest naval base. When the Navy was rolling out an initiative called Total Quality Management, I was in the right place at the right time. And when I was a Lieutenant JG at the age of 24, when you know everything, I got to teach the fleet on how to lead based on the concepts of W. Edwards Deming. Admiral Kelso, the chief of naval operations at the time, he knew that some of the traditions in the Navy weren't healthy traditions, reference tailhook, and that things had to change. So it was a big initiative where it brought to the fleet on the line level to the sailors and the Marines on the field a chance to make a difference and bring information up to the chain so that the chain could make, the leaders could make effective decisions related to quality quality of work, quality of serving your customers, so to speak. So that's what I got to do for about a year and a half. And I remember talking to my dad about this and going over my dad's bookshelf and seeing all the books that I was reading too. And we had the same career for a very short period of time. And it was a lot of fun to hear from him and learn from him talk about his experiences in teaching people. I remember one concept he told me was that when you're teaching people, 
You want to bring them to a childlike state of having fun. When I speak at conferences, I use comedy. I've taken stand-up comedy courses because I, I like the intellectual challenge of putting words together that make people laugh. So it puts people in a business state of learning. They're in a childlike state of having fun, but they're at a conference and they want to learn. And I remember my dad taught me another concept that I want to share with you about setting your goals. And he said, these are six different categories. And he said, if you line them up, and put each category on a thermometer-like scale next to each other, then you'll find ways to identify areas of imbalance in your life. And I want you to write this down. If you're driving, don't do it. <laughs> Please pull over or listen to this show when you've got a pen and paper in your hand. I want, you, I want you to write these six different categories. There are six different categories. The first category are your business goals. The second category are your financial goals. The third category are your family goals. The fourth category are recreational goals. The fifth category are physical fitness goals. And the sixth category are mental or spiritual goals. Now, I just rattled that off in a random order. It doesn't mean that one of those is more important than the others. It really depends. And sometimes in your life, some of those are more important than others. And it can kind of change in terms of priorities. So one way that you can use this is to write down in each of those categories the answer to this question. What is it that you hope to accomplish this year? What are two or three outcomes in each of those categories that you hope to accomplish this year? For example, in terms of business goals, what sort of revenue do you want or how many more clients do you want to get? Whatever the key metrics are in terms of your bottom line and other variables associated with that, what is it that you want to accomplish in your business this year? If there are only two or three things that you accomplished this year and you'd call it a good year, what are they? Another example of goals related to financial goals, how much do you want to put away in terms of investments? If you have debt, how much do you want to pay off? What are some other metrics associated with financial goals? I also believe that some goals don't have to be mathematically measurable. We've all been taught, have goals that can be measured. But a lot of times you can have a goal related to a certain attitude. For example, I've written this goal down under family goals before, only kind words. And by writing that down, it causes me to stop and think, what kind of words am I saying to those people who I love more than anybody else? Or listen more. It forces me to stop and listen. I want to listen to what my, wife is, what my wife is telling me. It doesn't have to be a mathematical goal in each of those areas. It can be an attitude shift or it can be a concept. So I wanted to share that with you. Those are the six different major areas in your life. Write down on a sheet of paper what are the two or three outcomes you hope to accomplish in each of those areas this year. And then refer to that over the course of the year, every month. You could come back and say, what are the two or three things I want to accomplish this month in each of those categories? Or what's the one thing I want to accomplish in each of these categories this month? And what I found is that sometimes your goal will become a regular habit and you don't have to think about it anymore. For example, years and years ago, I just got kind of soft. I didn't go to the gym. I wasn't paying attention to my health. And I had to put in there X number of workouts per week. Well, now I don't even have to think about that. I've got other things related to health that I need to pay attention to, eat less pasta. So it can change over time. But the point is that some of these can become 
big changes where it just becomes a regular part of your life and you don't have to think about it anymore. So that's the first way we could use this concept in terms of how to set goals. It's low tech. It's not going to cost you anything except some time. I remember the very first time I ever wrote down a goal, I was one of those 95-pound weaklings that got sand kicked in my face, if you remember the Charles Atlas cartoons, if you're, if you're uh, of the older vintage, and you remember those cartoons in the comic books about the Charles Atlas personal development system. Well, I saved my lawn mowing money when I was a kid, and I bought that. I'll never forget that. I must have been probably 13 years old, and I had saved up $35. And I sent that off and I got it. And I did the exercises. I read everything. And every week I would get a different, it was like a correspondence course. They would send you something every week. And I remember years ago, I was cleaning out a trunk and there were some things I saw that my mom saved from when I was a kid. And I saw my very first goal that I wrote down when I was 13 years old. And there are two parts of it. The first one was build muscles. <laughs> and the other one was get the girls to like me. Those are my two goals I wrote when I was a 13-year-old boy. You can write your goals today. If you haven't been taking that seriously, hey, there's always another day. Start today. You can't change yesterday. Tomorrow's just a promise. Just focus on today. Today is the only thing that counts. Write your goals down today. Before you go to bed, make a commitment. Write your goals down today. Every month, before the first of the month, write down your goals. What I usually do for my weekly targets because it's much more precise, a soccer goal, a field goal, compared to a target in darts or archery or riflery. It's much more precise on the weekly targets. I will usually email them to myself right before I go to sleep on Sunday night. If I haven't taken the time to think about the week and plan my week, I will at least email myself my two or three targets for the week. What are the two or three things I want to accomplish for the week? And I measure those. I measure those on something very sophisticated and high-tech called a dry erase board. <laughs> if there are certain metrics associated with your business, write them down on a simple dry erase board so you can kind of track it. I've even coached people over the years to create a thermometer that they can color in the red as they start seeing a goal increase over time. Then it becomes a metric that you can measure over time. And what I learned from teaching W. Edwards Deming's concepts of statistical process control is that if something can be measured, it improves over time. If you want to improve something, you need to start measuring it. So that's the first concept of goal setting. Let me tell you how you can use this concept in a different way. And I remember my dad talking about this before. He said, each of those six areas, draw a columns on a scale of one to 10. So imagine you've got 10 columns in front of you for each of those six categories. And they're notched in one unit increments from one to 10. And he said, ask yourself, in each of these areas of your life, on a scale of one to 10, 10 meaning you're most fulfilled, where are you? in that range. And when I would do a lot of seminars, I don't do a lot of seminars anymore, but I used to, I mean, that was my business within the recruiting industry. We would do this as a group because balance is part of performance. If you don't believe me, if, if you're sick, can you really perform 
in a high level. If you have a fight with your significant other, are you really going to be in the right kind of state to work optimally with your next client meeting? And that's why we need to look at all of us, not just the work us, because all the emotions that happen at home follow you at work every day. All the emotions from work, I promise you, they go home with you every night. So you're the same person at work as you are in the, uh, at home. So the whole thing needs to be considered. So in each of those six areas, and this is something I do at least twice a year, sometimes quarterly, I'll sketch it out on a scale of one to 10. What is my level of fulfillment in the area of business, in the area of finances, in the area of family, in the area of recreation, in the area of my health and physical fitness, in the area of my mental or spiritual growth, whatever that means to you. Examples of that could be books that you're reading. What are some mental goals that you're setting for yourself this year? I've made some changes personally in reading books, and part of the ulterior motive I have for myself in producing a podcast like this is that it forces me to read. <laughs> I've got authors on the show. I've got to read their book before they come on the show, or at least I try to get through as much of it as I can, and it forces me to read. So anyways, ask yourself in each of those six areas, on a scale of one to 10, 10 meaning you're contented, you're fulfilled in that area. Where are you in that range? And then you want to take the top of those rankings for each category and you want to connect the dots. And you want to see what does the flow look like in terms of your balance. For most people, they will find that it is a zigzaggy line. <laughs> it's a zigzaggy line. And that is an indication of no balance. The goal is to try to keep all the numbers close to each other so that you can focus on staying in balance. And that's what I use this, as I mentioned, on a somewhat regular basis. I'll use it as a check-in tool. I'll ask myself, what areas do I need to spend some more time on? What's getting out of balance? If I'm really busy at work, am I losing some contentment in other areas? Do I need to kind of shift the balance and vice versa? So I wanted to share this with you. And I don't have any resources other than what I've just told you over the show. So I'd recommend taking action on this today. I really believe this, that the actions that you take, that really indicates who you become. A lot of people talk about attitude. You got to have that. But I've met a lot of people with great attitudes that don't do anything. You got to have that balance. You got to have the attitude, but you really have to have execution. You got to take action. You got to do things. And I'd recommend that you take some time today and do that. And if I can ever be a resource for you, just shoot me a note. If you've got questions about this, send me an email. I'd be happy to respond and share with you what I know about this. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the show, for making it a top 3% show. If you've got a minute, send this show to somebody that you care about, somebody that's in business development and sales in, in an area where they're looking to grow their practice. Hopefully, they'll be able to benefit from this. And as always, if you have friends of yours who you think would be good guests or people you've seen speak at conferences or authors of books, please recommend them. I'd like to learn about them and have them on the show. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to the Rainmaking Podcast. For more information about our recruiting services for international law firms, visit our website at attorneysearchgroup.com. 
to inquire about having Scott speak at your next convention, conference, sales meeting, or executive retreat, visit therainmakingpodcast.com.